Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. All right, let's get into it right away. We head to the phones. Hello, Grace. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Great. Uh, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show podcast. What is your question for the room? Okay, so my question is to you both is, do you keep your bedroom door closed or open throughout the night when you're sleeping? Hmm. Um, mine is sort of like half open, half closed. We have pocket doors, so uh-huh. it's difficult to like... Fully close them? No, it's not difficult to fully close it, but it's like you can close it halfway without it sort of taking up space in in like in the room or the hall kind of thing, right? Sure. Um, so Catherine always closes it like a, like a little, and then when I wake up in the middle of the night, it's very difficult to see if a pocket door is half open or half closed. Mm. And so I always wind up running into it with my shoulder oh. because I can see the bathroom light is on from the other yeah. side, but I can't tell that the pocket door is half making closed. Making all that noise. Making all that that noise. Uh, but no, I don't have a thing where like I need to have the door open or closed because I think that we got uh, away from that, you know, years ago once we had a kid yeah. because you would just leave the door open in, in case Rox wanted to come in or she was crying or whatever it was. But I haven't closed the bedroom door in I don't even know how long. Like I feel no need to have the bedroom door closed while I'm sleeping. The uh, In our house, the, the bedroom door remains open for those same reasons that you just described, yeah. Roz, because if Cruz is sleeping and if he makes a noise or same thing, we can hear him like walk down the hallway or he opens his bedroom door. It's mainly for that. Um, When I was a single dude, I think... Did you close your door? I closed my door when I was single. So the only time I did, now that I think about it, was I think when I lived in the condo before Jenna and I met. I used to close that bedroom door. But like the apartments and stuff like that, like when I lived on my own elsewhere. Yeah, you never did? No, the doors were always open. Yeah, Interesting, interesting. But when I went to the bathroom... Every single time, I would always close and lock the bathroom door. Because I guess because you feel so vulnerable in I there. Yes, right? yeah. like I guess you know if, if anything's going to happen, you at least want like a tiny little hollow, you know, wood door between you and whatever's going to get you. Yeah. What about you, Grace? Before we get to Dammit Mori and and Shem, what's your uh, situation at home? Well, same reason with you. When my kids were young, we did leave the door open just to hear, make sure we were, the kids were okay. But now that they're teenagers, we keep it open, I guess, just in case if someone breaks in. If there's a fire, if there's an emergency. So that's why we keep it open. Also, we have cats. And if if we're in bed and we close that door, the cats will drive us nuts all night trying to break in. And they lie on their back and they put their paws under the door and they collectively shimmy it off to the side. No, they don't. Back, back into the wall. And then you just see one tiny little face squeeze through the the, the opening. And then they, and then they, and then, yeah, and then they wiggle their way in. So, wow. uh, yeah, we never close the door, mainly because of the cats. Dan Mori? Um, I leave it uh, mostly open just so that for the same reason, like I just, I'm afraid if it's closed, what's going on in the living room. But I also leave it open now because if it's like closed. Matthew, like you were afraid Matthew has a date over? No, like, <laughs> what if somebody climbs down the balcony or some crazy? I like to just be able to know what's going on. But also the dog, if it's closed, he snorts under the door, like smelling, and it just drives me nuts. Like, right. 
underneath the door. Yeah. Yeah. Sham? Um, always door closed. Really? Bedroom always. door. Really? Bedroom, bedroom door, door completely closed. Yeah. You know, listen, bad guys could get in. Monsters could get in. I'm already a paranoid Monsters. sleeper. You know, do, so. you have a, do you have a lock on a bedroom door? No, no, no lock. No, oh, no I no, do. No. And I, I, I'm a pretty light sleeper anyway, so I can hear anything and everything. You have a lock on the bedroom door, Maury? Yeah, but you can use a, a butter knife to open it. But why do you have a, do you use the lock on the bedroom door? No, 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 no. Like, Wait, if you, if why you would, do you have a lock on the bedroom door though? We just bought when we changed all the because Matthew wanted these fancy door handles and we bought all of the same ones and they have a little button you can yeah. you can you can lock it. But when he locks the bathroom door, I use a butter knife sometimes if I want to talk to him. Yeah, and <laughs> why does he ever lock the bedroom door when you're not in there with him? No, he locks the bathroom door. Oh, the bathroom door. Yeah. But that just means that he wants some privacy, though, does it not? Sure. And then you open it. Okay. Wow. Uh, there you go, Grace. Thank you so much. Thank you for right your on. question. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, love. Uh, Matt says here, what was your best concert experience and what was your worst? Um, Best concert experience? I don't even know anymore. Um, what was your worst? I had a light fall on me from the top of Massey Hall. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Were that's you a, in the that's news? A, what's that? No, no. And you know what's so funny is that a light fell from like the very, very top of Massey Hall. It was a light bulb. Yeah. Like a big, it was probably about like six inches wide, like a big, giant, heavy, yeah. heavy light bulb. And I felt something hit the back of my leg and it, uh, it hurt like hell. And I was like, what is even going on? And I turned around and the entire back of my pants were sliced open on my calf. What? And I was pouring blood everywhere, like everywhere. Wear. And uh, I took my shirt off and tied my shirt around the leg and just continued on watching the show. You didn't say anything and to anyone? No, nobody said nothing you to anybody. You could have sued for a lot of money. I know, yeah, I realize that money, now. Man. I realize that now. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when the lights, like, when people were leaving, everybody was like, oh my God, watch out for all that glass. Like, yeah, it was crazy. It was yeah, crazy. But at no point. It, it almost so, so, like, okay. So when I say, like, when, like, when it hit the back of my, my, my calf, yeah. okay. So when it fell from the ceiling, I felt it breeze by the back of my skull between my shoulder blades and then down and it, and it wound up hitting my leg because I was standing with one leg kind of back. Like it almost went through my skull. It's like a, the Final Destination movie. Yeah, yeah. So at that moment, though, when you realize that you were cut, bleeding, pants were ripped, yes. you didn't even think to go and like speak to somebody who nope. works at Massey Hall? No. Nope. You just wanted to keep rocking on. Yep. But for somebody wow. who always looks for the financial gain, I'm shocked. No. that Yeah, no, I didn't then. I was just looking for the rock and roll gain. And <laughs> uh, and I my seats were too good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just wasn't going to, I wasn't going to leave. I was like right on wow. the floor. Yeah, you could have got a leave. lot of money. Yeah. They could have brought you backstage. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know all that stuff. Is but it too I late? Yeah, way too late. This yeah. was... This was pre pre millennium, I think. This was like ninety seven or ninety eight or wow, something. Wow, yeah, like that. no, you can't do that. Yeah, now. no, 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 no. Uh, but that was a terrible experience. But I've had a lot of really great experiences. Like when I was younger, um, I always used to love. We have an amusement park here outside of Toronto. I don't know where you're listening to this podcast from. Uh, called Canada's Wonderland, and um, it, like roller coasters and everything else. And there used to be, uh, like, there still is, I guess. But there used to be this like sort of theater amphitheater that was there called King. 
Kingswood Music Theater. Mm-hmm. And all summer long, bands would go to Kingswood Music Theater and play. And the best part was is that I could take the bus from the little town that I grew up in, and we would take, it was like three hours to get there on bus. Uh, but because it was at an amusement park, you paid, what, like if you bought a concert ticket, you got into the amusement park for free that day. And so we used to go just when the place opened. And so my best experiences in the summer were like riding roller coasters all mm. day long. And because because there was a concert that night, the amusement park was like full of skids and like chicks and everything else. Uh, and it was so much fun. And then you would just be exhausted enough from doing an amusement park that you would then go to a concert. Sure. Like it, it was always the best day, right? Yeah, like those that's were, a great those combo, were, Yeah, though. those were always the, the my sort of favorite concerts that I went to. But do I have like a favorite band that no, it's nothing like that. Mocha, what about you? Um, worst would be one time when Rihanna was at the Scotia Band. Well, I guess at the time ACC, mm-hmm. and she was two hours late Oof. for her show. And Jenna and I had shown up like, you know, like an hour earlier than what the ticket price said because we wanted to go oh, and so grab you're something. Now, you're now at like three hours. Yeah, with we no wanted Rihanna? to get a couple of drinks before we sit down Jesus. in our seats. Yeah, and then uh, you know the advertised time hits and like no Rihanna, and then like two hours later is when she hits the stage. And I can't remember. I don't think we stayed for the whole thing. Right. I think we left um, after yeah. a while because there was no way. Like at that point, I was. I was already frustrated yeah. and pissed off that I wasn't going to, I couldn't stick around. Right. And actually, I think it was on a night, like, during the week. So I had to come in early in the morning to do this show. Oh, this was during this show. Yeah, I guess yeah. it would have been during this show. Yeah. So that was probably worst. Uh, best was one of the Drake OVO Fests that I went to. Um, Diddy showed up with Mace. TLC was there. Yeah. Kanye flew in. Oh. Uh, for the show, yeah. he did his set and then bounce. It was like a helicopter in, did his show, helicopter right back out. And who else was there? I can't remember, but it was like a, an all-star lineup. And nobody knew who the special guests were because that was the thing with OVO Fest and Drake, right? Yeah. He never advertised who the special guests were. People just sporadically showed up, and it was like a big shock to everyone. So that was one year that I was like really, really, uh, it was probably one of the, my, my, my favorites. You know that if I never go to another concert ever again in my life, I think I'm going to be cool with that. Really? Yeah. You just don't like it? I have it? no desire. Really? And I used to love going to see live music like when I was younger. I have zero desire to I go really? and see live music. One goal. I just want to go and see Chris Stapleton live now. That's it? That's oh, all. Oh, he's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. No, I have no no desire to see live music of any kind. Really? Of wow. any kind. It doesn't interest me anymore. My worst was Lauren Hill. Same reason as Mocha. She was super like late. Three hours late. Yeah. Sham worst? She's known to be late all the time. No. Uh, I don't have a worst. No. Honestly, the, be- the best for me was Jay-Z in New York City. Yeah. That's cool. Down. That's my my best was at Pride. They did a, had a stage in the parking lot, and they had all these awesome '80s bands like Talk Talk and stuff like that. It's just <laughs> super, such a super fun party. <laughs> uh, Devinder Kaur asks, "How tall is Roz, and how tall is Mocha?" Six foot four ish. Yeah, uh, I'm a small six four. Mm. Still 6'4", but, like, super narrow. But you're slouchy 6'4". Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a small 6'4". Yeah, I'm yeah. close. Dallas I saw says a guy here, in the grocery store the mm. other day where I walked in. I was like, oh, my God, that guy's so tall. And then I walked by him, and I'm like, I'm taller than he is. Oh, really? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Why? Because then you stood up straight? No, no, because I just, like, I, like, I, it's rare that I see somebody who's my height, right? Yeah. Like, not, it's not every day that I see somebody, like, you, Maury, walk around, you see women your height all the time, right? Wow. Like, it's rare that hey, man, I see, that, what? Like, what? I'm not that much shorter than you. 
Okay. Okay. Um, so. But yeah, it's rare that I see somebody who's my height. Man, if I see somebody who's taller than me, yeah. I'm like, I'm like a little kid looking at somebody. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh I saw my God. Little Nas X on the the Grammy red carpet last week. Yeah. And he, I didn't realize how insanely tall Little Nas X is. But he wears like 25 inch shoes though. But I'm convinced he's the same height as you. That's no, what I said when watching. No, no. This. when he's wearing those lifts, no, no. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Dallas wants to know from you, damn it, Maury, if you still use the app that tells you who unfollows uh, on social media. Of course I do. Do you? Oh, I wow. paid for a whole lifetime subscription. How much did you pay? It was just something like thirty bucks, oh. but it like it never goes away. And how uh, how often are you checking, or you only check when the notification goes off? No, I check if the I only check now if my who I'm following the amount that I'm following goes mm-hmm. down because mm-hmm. I just want to see if somebody canceled their account or whatever, you know that kind of thing. Oh, so. okay, but you, don't you get the notifications still, like when somebody unfollows you? There's no notifications. I have to open the app and it cycles oh. through, and then I have to sort of scroll and scroll and scroll. And how many times are you checking that? No, no, that's once a month. But it'll tell me if there's like a mutual friend, so I could see if there's somebody that I follow that gotcha. unfollowed me. Oh, jeez, God, that's too much stress. Yeah. yeah, to be involved in all that nonsense more. I know, but it's FOMO. It is, eh? But like FOMO, what do you mean FOMO? They're not, they're not following you. No, maybe it's not FOMO. Like whatever the FOMO is in this instance. Hurt feelings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever, when you notice that somebody... Abandonment. Oh. Abandonment. When somebody uh, unfollows you, do you then immediately message them and be like, hey, I noticed you unfollowed no, me? No, I go to their account and just click like on a whole bunch of things. To remind them that... Uh, that I exist, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then when, And then do they usually hit follow again Some or no? games, huh? No, they don't. Yeah, so many games. Uh, if you'd like to unfollow Dammit Mori, uh, at Dammit Mori on yeah. Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. And the only reason we say that is because he gets these notifications. And Make it it's, And it's real fun, right, when he gets those <laughs> notifications. So uh, Jackson so throwing unfollow on him. wants to know, uh, why does Roz hate everyone? Oh, wow. That's not true at all. What he doesn't that, hate Roxy and, and Catherine. I don't hate everybody. Uh, most you hate most no i hate is i don't i i, I hate very few people actually yeah. no that is true um i'm just, just don't have time for nonsense I'm, I'm just indifferent to most right yeah. like i i the people that i like i quite like i don't have anybody in my life that i like sometimes but not other times like i don't have those kinds of friends where i know a lot of people that have those kinds of friends like the friends really pissing them off or whatever mm. i don't have those people in my life yeah and i Nobody got time for that no and i built my life to not have those people in my life uh but no i it's i don't hate i hate very very few people but i am uh if if there's people in my life where if they disappeared tomorrow i would be fine with it yeah totally fine with it like i, I don't mean went missing <laughs> like I, I would be like <laughs> shocked for yeah. a second yeah. no no no, no. Shelby, no. Like you need a clarification no, on no, that no, one. no no yeah i don't mean like i don't mean like where somebody calls me asking when i saw them last yeah. right i don't mean that kind of disappeared i just mean like if they vanished sure. all of a sudden yeah but like in in like a normal way not in like a um dateline nbc type yeah of way. thank yeah. you yeah 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 And we head back to the phones. Hello, Sergio. What's going on? It's Ron Zamoka. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, buddy. Uh, um, what is your uh, question for the room? So I've been listening uh, to uh, your show for pretty much since the beginning, and uh, I was wondering what uh, personality types you guys are. Interesting. So we did, uh, in anticipation of your phone call, we all did a personality test. Um, awesome. And then we also did one uh, telling you what jobs you're best suited for. 
And um, I have some of the results here. Let me go through. Let me do Shem first. Shem, are you with us? I'm here. Okay. Let me. Let when me you get... looked at the results, Ross, did they make sense? Um, Knowing what you know of all of us? Like, if I didn't know who these were attached to, would I be able to pinpoint them? Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. So Shem did the personality test. We all did the same personality test. And Shem's personality came out as the advocate. Mm. All right. Okay. Um, This trait determines how we interact with our environment. So Shem scored a 53 on introverted and a 47 on extroverted. So right in the middle. Let me go down and see. Um, here's the uh, the sort of description of the advocate. No matter how messy things are, you always find a way to clean. In a group, you are the one who remembers the instructions and keeps excellent records. Uh, what is your spirit animal? Lion, maybe? Either you don't have uh, role models because you are good enough to be one, Ooh. or your models are among the best. Money, power, success excites you, and you are not ashamed of it. Dog, that's you right there. Huh, yeah. right? Sounds yeah. about accurate. Uh, now, uh, jobs that they recommend for Shem, uh, accounting and finance, mm-hmm. um, business and commerce, law. I did law in school. Uh, did you? Yeah, I have uh, my degree. Uh, career pathways, uh, uh, economist, attorney, lawyer, wow. uh, auditor, financial advisor. Wow, interesting, Shem. Congratulations, huh? Shem. Interesting, Thanks, guys. interesting, <laughs> interesting. I'll tell you, LinkedIn. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, yeah, geez. Okay, cool. Uh, so let's do, uh, you sent me yours, Maury, right? I did. Uh, Maury is the virtuoso. Okay. Sounds fancy. Virtuosos love to explore their hands and their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Touching and examining the world around them with cool yeah. rationalism and spirited curiosity. Oh, people with, yourself, people with this personality type are natural makers moving from project to project, building the useful and the superfluous uh, for the fun of it uh, and learning from their environment as they go. Often as mechanics engineers, virtuosos find no greater joy than in getting their hands dirty and pulling things apart and putting them back together again what? just a little bit better than they were the way before. Oh, come on. Please. You lied on that test, bro. Uh, other virtuosos, other virtuosos that are born in category, Olivia Wilde, Bear Grylls, Michael Jordan, Daniel Craig, and Tom Cruise. <laughs> Same Stop it. Okay. You lied so uh, hard. You lied. Did you lie on your test, No, Maureen? I did not. Oh, come uh, on. Uh, so here's a uh, Here's the, uh, the the career paths that uh, they suggest Maury should take. Uh, they think that Maury would excel in the culinary arts, okay. uh, design and visual arts, engine mechanical engineering, the performing arts. Uh, they recommend career pathways as a head chef, graphic designer, uh, nutritionist, or a musician and singer or dance instructor. <laughs> yeah. hey, I, like, I, I like to cook and I am an actor. Please. When you try to put yeah, together a graphic, on. you still use Corel Draw. I, I love Corel Draw. I know, I know, I know. Okay, uh, Mocha, you came up as the defender. That is Ooh. your personality. A defender is someone with introverted, observant feelings and judging personality traits. These people tend to be warm and unassuming in their own steady way. Uh, they're efficient and responsible, giving careful attention to practical details in their daily lives. 
love only grows by sharing. You can only have more of yourself by giving it away to others. That is the quote for you, Mocha. Mm. Uh, in their assuming understated way, defenders help make the world go round. Hardworking and devoted people with this personality type feel a deep sense of responsibility to those around them. Defenders can be counted on to meet deadlines, remember birthdays and special occasions, wow. uphold traditions, and shower their loved ones with gestures of care and support, but they rarely demand recognition for all they do. This is exactly Mocha. Hey, this is exactly, this, hey. this is spot on Mocha. Uh, did you send me your jobs one, Mocha? I did. Okay, so here's Mocha's jobs. Uh, hospitality and tourism. Hey. Uh, <laughs> sociology and social work. Nursing. Uh, occupational therapy. And then your career pathways are hotel manager, travel agent, registered nurse, nurse's assistant, community worker, social worker, <laughs> or economist. Okay. Um, so, I, I will take the uh, hotel job, please. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let me get to mine now. Hey, Sergio, based on everything that uh, that Roz is reading out right now, all these yeah. results, right, do you, do you agree? Like, can you match those answers with each one of us like you're like yes that absolutely makes sense so far everything has been 100 percent accurate except for maury's yeah exactly exactly, exactly, exactly. Like, I, you know, it said do you like to work in groups i said not really my um my uh, uh personality trait is a logistician what's that a logistician is someone with introverted introverted observant thinking and judging personality traits much like mocha uh, these people tend to be reserved yet willful with their rational outlook on life mm -hmm. they compose their actions carefully and carry out with methodical purpose logisticians pride themselves on their integrity people with this personality type uh, mean what they say and when they commit to doing something they make sure they follow through this personality type makes up a good portion of the overall population and while logisticians may not be particularly flashy or attention-seeking, they do more than their share of keeping society on a sturdy, stable foundation. Mm. In their families and their communities, logisticians often earn respect uh, for their reliability, their practicality, and their ability to stay grounded and logical even in the most stressful of situations. Wow. So that is me. Um, I don't think that that's too far no, off not at from, all. No, from, not where, at all. from where I am. Oh man, did I just lose? I just literally closed the windows on my jobs. Um, my no my, jobs for you. No jobs for me. My jobs were all the same thing, though. It was like it was like business manager, accountant, and all wow. these all these sort of like foundational type things of yeah, what people yeah. rely on you for. You know, for well, I get uh, to be a chef for, for their stuff. Uh, yeah, more you get to uh, you get to be a chef. yeah to keep cooking at home. Thank you, Sergio. Thank you so much, guys. Right Later on, brother. Day. Peace. Uh, Leslie wants to know from you, Roz, if you eat spicy food, if so, what is your favorite spicy dish? Uh, my favorite spicy dish, I just, geez, like I love, um, I love hot sauces, but I think that my favorite spicy dish is I found a recipe for uh, Sinaloan chicken. And it's this version of Mexican chicken where you marinate chicken in uh, a little bit of oil and Mexican oregano and arbol peppers and apple cider vinegar and Ooh. lemon. And you just sort of soak it all together. Yeah. And then you can either grill it or throw it in a pan. And it is this like the most spicy, depending on how many peppers you put in it. But I put like almost a whole can in when I do. Uh, it's fantastic. But as far as like stuff that I order, if I if I want something super spicy when I order it, Vindaloo is mm. always good. There's a couple places that do a fire hot Vindaloo. 
Uh, but other mm. than that, my most heat that I do is just in dipping sauces. Like I have two racks in the door of our fridge that fr- uh, fridge that's just all hot sauces. Really? Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. And I, we, Roxy and I have so many different hot sauces. Uh-huh. And so for me, just like wings or chicken or anything like that, and I, I, I always mm. pair it with the perfect hot oh. sauce. Uh, I'm, re- I'm really into this Scotch bonnet sauce lately. That is just fire. Like you sweat when you eat it. It's such a different kind of heat. Mm. Uh, that's that's been my favorite for the last little while. Uh, Rayman asks, when you go to a concert or sporting event, what do you do with your jacket? Do you keep it on or do you take it off and put it by your seat? Um, I've gone to a movie. Like the last time I went to a movie, I think I just left my coat on, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, usually I don't, uh, I'll either, sometimes I'll keep it on my lap, but most times I'll take it off and just shove it like on the seat, just push it back. Like there's not enough room behind to like drape it on no, and that's the rude because seat, then it's right? in, it's in the person's space, yeah, behind you. I just like and... take it off, let it drop on the actual seat, and push it yeah. back to my butt. Yeah, what about tying it around your waist? Nobody does that anymore, huh? No, no. And in the winter time, you can't do that with like a big thick North Face. <laughs> yeah, you can't. No? <laughs> no, no. Well, you could do up the zipper a little bit, and then just take your arms out of it and wear it like a skirt. No, no, right? No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. What about you, Mark? I always keep it on because I get cold. Yeah, even at a concert you get cold. Yeah, I was at a recently at a Raptors game and I kept it on because I got really chilly. More, I got so many pictures of you, you sent me from that Raptors game. You're not you're not wearing a coat. You're no, I a... took my coat off for the picture. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I got you. But I always, especially in movie theaters, they always pump the air. Hold conditioning. on, what were you sending Roz photos for? Why Cause not? Because he, he wants my reaction to his daily life. Well, who else am I going to send pictures to? Your, I don't know your, your husband. husband. I would yeah. say. Was that the game that you took your brother to for his birthday? Yeah. Yeah, oh. like, why wouldn't you send those pictures to, like, your husband? I did. I sent them to the two people I love. Yeah. <laughs> Not even to your dad, huh? Yeah, I know. It's your brother's birthday. You didn't even send the pictures to your father? No, Daniel can show them when he gets home. Well, yeah. My dad doesn't do Isn't text. That wild? Isn't that wild? He, uh, your, your dad doesn't do text? No. no. You're such a liar. I've texted with your father before. You have? I never yes. have. You've never with texted Frank? your dad before? No. No? No. <laughs> Ever? I text, he calls. When oh. I text, he phones. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Shem, real quick, when you go to a concert or sporting event, what do you do with your coat? Uh, I always keep it on. Really? Always keep it on. Yeah, Why? yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, I'm always worried somebody's going to take something out of my stuff, so I like to have it right right, right there with me. Yeah. I'm a paranoid guy. Yeah. Do you do you tie it around your waist or no? No, nah, it didn't really work. Have you ever, you ever tied anything that. around your waist? Uh, anything? Like a fanny pack. Like a, no, like a shirt. You ever like take, you ever got hot, take your shirt off and tie your shirt around your waist? Nah. Really? Dash huh? on the ground. Is that a white guy thing? I think it might be. so. Yeah. yeah. What you're describing is very much like unfamiliar to me. Really? Like uh-huh. you've never, no, you don't do that at no, all. Really? Around my head, huh? maybe. Tie, let me get my jacket real quick. Yeah. I mean, you can't do it with like a winter coat. You I could guess. do it with a hoodie or a sweatshirt. Yeah, oh, like so like you. Right? Wait a second. No, no, no. Think about your hoodie for a second. Let's say you were out and you have that hoodie on. Yeah. And you have a t-shirt on underneath it. Okay. Uh-huh. And you're gonna take the hoodie off. Yeah. What are you doing with the hoodie? I'll hold it in my hand. I'll hold really? It like this. Like, okay. Like, see this jacket? You'll fold just... it over your arm like a like a waiter with a yeah. napkin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will I'll immediately if I'm wearing a hoodie and I get hot, I take it off and I tie it around my waist. But it will tie it around your neck like the you know. Like, what, like, golf and like you're going club. bunting on the Thames? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might look less crazy. Hold on. So this jacket Off to I the have... polo club again, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. This jacket that I have here, it's pretty thin. Yeah, you so, can't. Yeah. Let me see. So tie it around my waist like this? Let me see. Bro, this is 
feels so weird. Yeah, like just like this. that. Yeah, like that. It's very normal. Oh, yeah, wow. you wouldn't do that? No, no, guys, look at this. Like, this looks so... Here, can you guys see this? Yeah. Like... I I don't know, guys. That looks normal. Yeah, white guy thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that looks normal. Hey, Mocha, go go to Scarborough Town Center like that. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Why not, man? (laughs) No, 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 no. Yeah, sometimes I would leave the house with a shirt only tied around my waist because in case I got cold later. What? (laughs) Yes, yes. Bare chest. No, like I'd have an undershirt on. Come on now, bare chest. (laughs) Thank you for all of your questions. Keep them coming in. Every week we will post on Instagram, Ask Roz and Mocha. And uh, truly, this is where we get your, your questions from and invite you to join us on the show to ask your question to the room. Thank you for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or download the KISS 92.5 app.